0: This is On The Job. This season, we're speaking with folks who are finding their professional stride in a tumultuous job market and learning how to double down on their skills and their experience to overcome challenges. We'll bring you inspiring stories of people making themselves essential, an important skill set in any economy. Within the turbulence of COVID-19, education workers have been navigating the waters of a new normal in order to continue doing what they've always done, pass on knowledge and move the world forward. While the schools have stopped operating teachers all across the globe have not
1: good morning star students and families mrs campopiano here to talk about a rainbow poem i'm gonna go ahead and share my screen here
0: this is from a video that gail campopiano made for her second grade students
1: and we are going to write a poem today about a garden. Mrs. is Kim Pocano titled her poem, My Garden. And we're going to use...
0: She teaches at Northwest Elementary School in Rutland, Vermont, which like all schools closed during the pandemic. And since then, she's been teaching classes through these videos, working with parents and students to finish out the school year from their homes.
1: So I'm going to write the word red. And I'm thinking of something in my garden that is red. So I know I have red... Beats growing in my garden.
0: And I guess if you had to describe your life right now with one word, what would it be?
1: Whew, um, with one word.
0: That might be the word. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that might be the word. No, I would say um, juggling. The next color I'm going to use in my rainbow is yellow. So I'm going to say yellow.
0: I've taught short workshops in elementary schools before, and it was clear pretty quickly that the undertaking of teaching itself is a juggling act. First off, as a primary teacher, you're teaching kids everything.
1: Yep. So I do reading, writing, math,
0: science, social studies. And while Gail has been teaching for 13 years now, it is a whole new ball game when her 18 students are all in completely different places.
1: I have to learn a new tech every day, I feel like, with our new world. So I had never used video. I had done FaceTime with family, but that was about the extent of it. And now I feel like we live on it.
0: She's been troubleshooting tech with parents, helping some families set up email for the first time, making sure each kid has everything they need to get their work done.
1: And also what's too much for them and what's too much for their families and kind of having those conversations and phone calls and check-ins with the families.
0: Now that her lessons kind of depend on parents, she's looking out for each of them
1: how's your mental state as a parent do you have food do you are you sick
0: and you also have a family
1: yeah so i also have two kiddos one who's in first grade so you know balancing her online learning and trying to
0: because she's being taught by another teacher
1: yep um, oh, she is um she has another teacher at another school who's doing <laughs> the same exact thing i'm doing
0: not to mention her three-year-old son who likes to make sure that her and her husband's day starts at 4 a.m. sharp and who just learned how to get out of his crib.
1: So it's it's a juggle. Some days the balls stay in the air better than others.
0: (laughs) Gail was actually born and raised in my hometown, Mount Holly, Vermont. She had a very rural upbringing. She got good grades. She liked going to school.
1: But I didn't grow up thinking I was going to be a teacher. I was certain my whole life that I was going to be a marine biologist working with these giant whales in the ocean.
0: Is that what you thought when you were a kid that you wanted to work with whales? Yeah,
1: whales or, you know, some like.
0: Mine was sharks. So funny. (laughs) When Gail grew up and got to high school, she took AP Bio. And it wasn't exactly what she'd fantasized as a kid, but she was going to stick to the plan. And before she graduated in her senior year, she had a free period and decided she'd just try something different.
1: So I did a volunteer in a kindergarten classroom and I realized, oh my God, I really love this. So about three quarters through the year of my senior year when I'd already basically decided where I was going to college and had that kind of mapped out, I did a 180 and changed everything.
0: Gail went to Rhode Island College and got her teaching degree with a concentration in special education. After teaching in Rhode Island for a couple years, she came back home to Vermont, starting off as a special educator and then a classroom teacher. What do you think the biggest misconceptions are that people have about teaching?
1: Oh, you do it for the weekends off and the summers off and the, you know, the really good pay. which is um, none of which are true. So I think that people have some misconceptions about what actually happens in a school in the eight hours that we're there and the two hours that we're there before and after and the weekend when we're there.
0: Although she says that she's starting to see a shift now that parents have the responsibility of doing what she is professionally trained to do.
1: Yeah. Like, oh, I get what teachers do now. Like. I get that school wasn't just reading, writing, math.
0: She admits it's not exactly fair. She went to school for this, and every family now has a lot on their plate. Even so, she says that being dubbed essential in a time of crisis was validating.
1: Yeah, I think at some point it was like a little bit validating. When you think of how is the world going to continue, this is like something that people are saying is essential.
0: More than just being a place where kids can learn, schools provide so much more. They provide food. They can really be a shelter and a safe place for a lot of kids that might not have one. And it's a place where deep connections are formed between teacher and student as they try to find their way in the world.
1: That's a struggle I think that teachers are feeling right now is how do you just, you know, how do you keep that connection going?
0: How do you be there when you've always been there?
1: Yeah.
2: Yep.
0: More of Gail's story and the new reality of teaching after the break.
2: A strong work ethic takes pride in a job well done, sweats over the details. This is you. But to get an honest day's work, you need a response. You need a callback. You need a job. Express Employment Professionals can help because we understand what it takes to get a job. It takes more than just online searches to land a job. It takes someone who will identify your talents, a person invested in your success. At Express, we can even complete your application with you over the phone. We'll prepare you for interviews and we'll connect you to the right company. Plus, we'll never charge a fee to find you a job. At Express, we can put you to work with companies of all sizes and industries, from the production floor to the front office. Express knows jobs. Get to know Express. Find your location at expresspros.com or on the Express Jobs app.
0: There are a lot of online softwares that teachers use to connect with families to make sure that these essential core classes continue. However, Gail Campopiano says that for years, a huge part of her normal school day has been social and emotional learning.
1: We start every day with restorative circles and community building stuff and character traits and we do yoga and all of those things are so...
0: You do yoga with the kids? Yep, yep. School has changed a lot since (laughs) I was there.
1: Yeah, the kids love it.
0: Truth is, school has changed a lot in the last couple decades. And that's because the world has changed a lot in the last couple decades.
1: I think kids and even adults, I think our society now has become really fast paced. And there's a lot of stressors in adults, but especially students' lives.
0: In Rutland, where Gail teaches, it's a high poverty area. There's a lot of drug and alcohol abuse. A lot of kids have trauma. And second grade is a huge development year for kids.
1: They're just learning how to deal with those emotions and those things that might trigger them. And learning coping strategies so we embed it almost all day long you know if you're doing a math card game you're also teaching them how to lose and how to accept loss and how to take turns and all of those things that maybe they haven't learned yet or just still need to practice
0: people who understand teaching do understand the actual workload of the job the physical workload of doing the job especially if you have a family yeah but i guess like it's it's hard to imagine how much emotional work you take on by essentially having this den full of cubs that you yourself can't help but be emotionally attached to as well
1: yep even just you know on a good day yeah there is a large emotional Attachment that comes with teaching, for sure.
0: For teachers, the classroom can often be a safe place for kids who don't have one. It's a place where teachers can offer some consistency, let a kid know that they've got someone to turn to, no matter how big or small the problem. Gail says that's the real challenge of distant learning
1: not being able to check in on those kids that you are worried about, that you know really the first time you hug them in the morning is the only time that they've been hugged in the morning, you know. When they hear the principal say that they're loved on the announcement in the morning might be the first time that they heard those words. So that's, that's hard.
0: Boiled down, the role of a teacher is being there and helping a student move forward. It's a huge responsibility, one that comes with the job. Over her career, Gail's experienced the impact that role can really have on a kid. And she's experienced the impact that it can have on her.
1: So two years ago, I had a student who, before the year started, you know, we always get some information about the children before they come into your classroom. And I was teaching kindergarten at the time.
0: The preschool the student went to let Gail know that he had significant behavioral challenges and was going to need a lot of support.
1: This little boy came in and everything I had been told was completely false. He was just really easy to work with, really good friend, worked super duper hard on everything you wanted him to do. He just really wanted to please.
0: She was relieved. Couldn't have had a better start to the year.
1: And then in about October, over he left school went home and no one was at his house to pick him up off the bus so he was brought back to the school and some phone calls were made and that sometimes happens and the day you know time kind of passed and the story kept kind of unfolding and his mother had passed away
0: the student had seen his mother that morning and she was fine His big sister and a preacher from their local church came to the school where he was waiting, and they sat him down, and they told him. It was a Friday. So over the weekend, he went to go live with a police officer and his family that went to the same church.
1: Totally traumatic, as you can imagine. Um, So then Monday came, and it was just horrific. Like, you can't even imagine. He, um, and I'm going to get choked up about it. He came in early, and he just, like, ran into the classroom and wrapped his arms around me and um, just melted, just was sobbing, you know? And it was just the most heartbreaking thing that I think anyone can ever imagine.
0: When the rest of the kindergarten came in, Gail and a guidance counselor talked to the class about what happened.
1: This happened over the weekend. He lost his mom, like... This is how we can support him. We just have to give him space and understand that this is really, really sad and scary for him.
0: Gail says it was one of the hardest days of her life. But some of the best ones came from that following year as she watched other students be there for him and got to help him work through it all. Sometimes he'd lose control and she would take him aside to the beanbag corner of the room and help him talk it out.
1: He would just say, I just miss her so much and just like melt into you, you know, and you were like, yep, yeah, you know, this is this is why I do this job. It's to teach the reading and the writing and the math, but it's also to to help kind of form these little lives that are just starting Rainbow with
0: purple
1: in my garden. We always loved that purple carrots. Also purple
2: carrots.
0: If you had to say one thing to anyone who wants to become a teacher, what would it be?
1: Get into a classroom as quick as you can in your studies, or even before your studies, and see if it's if it really is something that you that you love. Because teaching really does have to be a labor of love. There's something about a purple carrot that just makes me happy. So I'll end with that feeling. Purple carrots make me smile. If someone says, you know, how would you identify yourself? I would say I'm a teacher and I'm a mother and I'm a wife. You know, there's lots of other layers there. But that definitely is one of the first things that I would say.
0: Because it's not just a job.
1: Yeah. No, it's not. It's not something that I can just... Leave at the door. You can write a rainbow poem of your own. This it's not a, a nine to five. Can't wait to read them. I'm gonna stop sharing my screen. Talk to you soon. Miss you. Bye-bye.
0: For on the job, I'm Otis Gray. Thanks for listening to On the Job, brought to you by Express Employment Professionals. This season of On the Job is produced by Audiation and Red Seat Ventures. The episodes were written and produced by me, Otis Gray. Our executive producer is Sandy Smollins. The show is mixed by Matt Noble for Audiation Studios at The Loft in Bronxville, New York. Music by Blue Dot Sessions. Find us on iHeartRadio and Apple Podcasts. If you liked what you heard, please consider rating or reviewing the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. We'll see you next time for more inspiring stories about making yourself essential as you discover your life's work.